sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Yes, folks, and welcome to Business Eye. Coming to the end of February. I don't know where you are today, but hell, it is a stormy day. So look after yourselves and be safe. I have hailstones bouncing off the window as I'm doing this interview. Yes, it's crazy. But the good news is that rumours have it. There was mentioned in the news last night and hopefully it will be official that masks will be dropped in our schools. As you probably know, it's one of my pet hates having our children wrapped up in masks, especially that we can be in pubs and restaurants eating and our children are in school wearing a mask. So grateful for the government um, to be actually doing this. And I wonder how the last two years is going to really shape up. Sometimes I wonder now that it's all over or it's beginning to come to an end that people are going to be asking questions. Was there bad decisions made? Will there be tribunals coming out of the woodwork? Sometimes, in my own opinion, Michal Martin was desperate to be Taoiseach. And maybe he was Taoiseach at the wrong time. Maybe Brian Cowan is, will be delighted when it goes into the history books of who failed this country. But as we go on, I also believe Leo... Maybe, Leo, who's pulling the strings there? Who's pulling the strings for us all? No one knows. But anyway, only we, the people, we, the Irish people, can only pull together and be grateful for what we have as a nation and what the possibilities are that we can offer the world. I know I'm rambling on, but it's from my heart, it's passion, and it's love for you and this country and this station and it's really kind of going what can we do next how can we now pay off that national debt how can we clear the books how can we get back to business how can we thrive and there it is how can we thrive simon unfortunately can't be with us today he's off in england sunning himself he was posted up on linkedin there um, so he's having a wonderful time, a wonderful time, and he'll be back in two weeks with us. But I do have a wonderful guest in the second part of the show, and it's Denise Fay. She's an award-winning author. She is a TEDx speaker, a podcaster, and she's a marketing guru. I had the pleasure of speaking to her yesterday, so we recorded it for today. And she has a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge when it comes to marketing and standing up, making people aware who you are and that communication. So I hope you liked the second part of the show. Catch you right after the break. I keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure love Am I 
by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. Yes, folks, and welcome back to part two of the Business Eye here at Dublin South FM. Now, I've been pondering my 
mind bashing it off a wall, trying to understand the why, the why we do everything, you know, why we got into business, um, why we get up in the morning, what is our why? And part of that why as well is how we generate business, how we communicate with people and how we generate leads and what is marketing and what can we do to be more influential to people. So I've asked someone who I've been speaking to for a couple of years on and off, trying to catch them. It's been very hard because they're awful so busy and they are now also the top dog in the PSI, uh, PSA in Ireland as well. Denise Faye, how are you? <laughs> Hello, Joe. How is it going? How is it I going, indeed? As I'm talking to him, my dog is gnawing on my arm, gnawing on my arm. Denise, I asked you on because, you know, you're, you, you are, I would say, very successful when it comes to promoting, promoting yourself and helping other people promote themselves as well. And, you know, the big question that we always ask, what is marketing? So, you know, what is marketing to you? Um, I think you flatter me, but, um, but thanks very much. Marketing to me really is simply um, how we can attract the right customers to our business and then make a profit. And if you think about marketing as that, you have a product and actually I suppose it's satisfying a need in there as well. So you have a product um, and a customer, you have you have a product, a customer needs your product, you solve that problem for that person and you make a profit. So marketing is really at the heart of every business. It's not just the promotions and it's the communications, it's actually at the heart of every business. But everybody has a product and everyone, you know, wants to reach out and get those people and get those clients coming in. But a lot of people are doing a lot of marketing, but they're not getting anywhere. Like, is there marketing and then failed marketing or is it just it's simple, but it's not easy? Consistency. Okay, I think it's yes to all of those, to be honest, right? So I think there's been particularly of late. Now I'm going to age myself, Joe, right? And um, because I'm always kind of known as a traditional marketer. So I've been marketing since 1997. So well over 20 years. And I suppose we we would have actually started marketing and doing different um, marketing in terms of marketing communications, right? Because there is a difference. So let me just be very clear. There's a difference between marketing in terms of the strategy and then there's marketing communications, so the two of them work together, live together, but they're very different. And so people will confuse the two of them. So if you're not clear on what the person that you want to serve, the product, the features and benefits of your product, well, then the marketing and the communication side of things, Joe, will never really be as successful as you want. And so a lot of people will confuse marketing, like real marketing with advertising. You need to get out there and advertise. But what I've seen more and more and more and more again is that somebody's messaging isn't correct. The messaging as in not necessarily your strategy, Joe, but like, you know, what is it that you want to say? What do you want to be known for? How do you stand out? How are you different? And then that's the message that you go out to your ideal customers. And I'll always say to my clients, and if you listen or read anything that I say, there's importance that you attract the right people, but you also repel the wrong people. So a lot of people tend to attract everybody, you know, and they kind of do this whole hope marketing communication section or piece. And they hope that they get the wrong person, but generally 
they get wrong. They get talking and working with the wrong people. And that's where it leads to frustration. That's where it leads to not you don't get the results that you want. And then you go, oh, this marketing stuff, I've tried it, but it doesn't work. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because, you know, for me, there's advertising and then there's marketing. And I think for small business and entrepreneurs, marketing should be just focused on lead generation. You know, it's driving, putting that time and money into lead generation. But because, even still, you know, you're talking about that and I kind of cut you off there, sorry. But that's kind of prospecting. So that's a part of sales. It's not necessarily part of marketing. Well, th- that's where I would disagree. I believe that marketing is prospecting because what you're doing is that it's raising awareness. It's making people trust you it's getting people to understand what you are and then that marketing is building up so when you do actually have that conversation with someone they know a little bit about you already so that's where you know from from a from a small business point of view i think it's crucial and one of the things that i i see a lot of as well that he says that a lot of people advertise and they're trying to advertise like Coca-Cola or Nike, but those companies have a massive amount of money and have probably spent two million on a product advertising it before they even got it out there, you know? And so, you know, we, we talk about branding and we talk about, you know, marketing and advertising. But in fact, that if someone in, you know, a small business, you know, 10 employees or whatever, they need to be doing something to get the people in the door so they can pay the staff. Absolutely. Like, and it's funny because I do 100% agree with you, you know, in terms of lead generation is like is part of marketing, but that's where I suppose semantics comes into it. And people are confused, I think, actually, as to what they should be doing. And you're right. Like, you know, people should be focused on getting leads into the like leads into their business. But I'll go one step further on that one and say that once they get those people into their business, then they put a ring fence around them and they actually keep them. So I do believe that marketing is definitely all about attracting and keeping customers. Yeah, because once you get them in, it's about having them part of a community, you know, yeah. connecting with them on a regular basis. There, Then it's coming into, you know, the customer experience. Yeah, and they almost become part of like your, your almost like your secret sales force. And so a lot of times, you know, small businesses and just using that example that you had, like, say, 10, 10 people, even five people, even solopreneurs, you know, whatever, you know, smaller businesses or small businesses, if they focused on attracting customers and then engaging with them that they have, the ones that they have, they then their um, their customers could become their secret sales force. Denise, you mentioned, you know, driving force and getting people into the business and you know the the one thing that i'm going to ask you is wording communication how wrong do people you look at businesses all the time how wrong do entrepreneurs business owners get to wording so wrong <laughs> right okay well that's a question um I would say, to be honest, a lot of times, and um, if I'm really honest about that, and it's a skill that's actually can be changed, right? Wording can easily be changed. And I'm going to go back to one of the points that you mentioned earlier on, um, Joe, about the difference, say, between Coca-Cola and um, 
like small business advertising, a lot of times we're talking about brand advertising, but what small business owners need to do is like be more direct response. So more going out for the call to action. And a lot of times a bit small business owners don't go looking for a call to action. They don't have call us now, ring this number, um, get our lead generation item, whatever it is, book, sign up form, you know, free consultation, that kind of stuff. Um, so the, a lot of them, the call to action isn't there. But also the messaging and the wording that they're using is wrong. So what I do find, and actually what I do find is that a lot of people will look to see what other people in their field are doing. So let's just use, say, accountants. Other, like If you start up with an accounting practice, you look at other accounting practices and you think, well, they must be doing it right. I'm going to see. All hitting towards the bottom because they're all feeding. And then one will see the other and copy them but even though that person has copied off them and rechanged it that it's all dropping to the bottom on it yeah good point and so that so that's one thing but then actually do you know what I was just talking to a client yesterday because I have open office hours and my achievers club and one of the um, members said to me um they're looking to do a webinar and um this is the title of it and I just said it was about something about midlife and I just turned around and I said um but do your clients come to you looking for saying, I'm actually in midlife and I want more? And they kind of said, well, no. And I was like, well, why would you put that into your messaging or why would you put that into your wording? So a lot of times as, as business owners, as owner of the business, of the service or product, we think we know what we're talking about. But that doesn't mean to say that the customer that's reading it or looking at it, they're using those same words. So really need to kind of step into the shoes and you're probably seeing my like you know I put up every now and again my lovely red hot pink manolas and say you really need to step into the shoes of your customer to like you know identify the words that they use so a lot of times people don't and that's definitely a clear mistake so that people make all the time yeah it's it's you know you create that brand and you create that that look and you know what like I have a photograph that it goes across right across and I look at that photograph that brand I fucking hate it but that's just my ego going I hate that photograph but everyone will see it and see it as me and they don't really judge it but I don't mind what I'm getting at is because I see it repetition all the time it's like you know if I, if I was to wear a orange coat all the time I swear I swear people would hate orange coats <laughs> orange would actually look really <laughs> well my hair used to be carrot color top as well so maybe that would was the clash <laughs> but my mum always said yellow look good on me yellow look good on me but um the other reason as well which i think that if people are delivering something and they're trying to market it or sell their business or sell their service it has to resonate with them for what they're doing they can't just say the words it needs to be passionately driven, hidden, built, designed within them so they can actually express that and people resonate with that. And and that comes to why. What is a person's why they're doing it? What's your why? My why, gosh, that's a big um that's a big one, but my why I think is I see a lot of business owners who make who can make a difference you know in whatever product that they have or service that they do and I suppose my why for them is to actually just help them become famous or more well known in their um in their field so that's my why like I really want to people to actually go out there 
and just become more well-known because then there's more of a ripple effect, Joe, like, you know, because that way then, so say I'm helping you as a small business owner, you go and you impact the world that way. And that makes me happy. Like if you were to ask me what my, say, my values or my drivers are, like I love connecting with people. I love caring for people. So I'll only really work with people who I actually have that, to use your words, like that resonation or that connection with, because I think that's so important because it lifts us all up. And it's one of those things that I think you were probably, it's almost as if you were in our open office yesterday, because I did say, to the members when I was talking, I said, one of the things that people, you can put a price on, and I actually haven't found the way to articulate it just yet, but it's the energy that you bring to like, you know, a project, the energy that you put out there. So if you're only saying, if you're saying words like, say, I'm just going back to an accountant, not bashing accountants, don't get me wrong. But if you're using, say, here, I've got five ways to um, five ways to stop your cash flow or cash flow is the lifeblood of your business. That doesn't in- tonality. That doesn't bring anything, you know, to the the equation. Whereas, if you kind of say, "Listen, business owners, I can tell you here's four ways to stop cash flow from like leaking through your business," and it's not force. It's only it's something that comes from within. So, um, how do you bottle it? Um, I'm not sure, but like it's one of the things that I'll always talk about. It's like it's a vibrational it's- vibrational output. That, yeah. that that you have it's it's you know there's a difference between you know we use the example there's two guys on a street in new york and both are selling hot dogs and one guy is selling them and he's making a fortune and the guy across the road isn't doing any and if you look at both of them the guy that's selling them has the passion to drive and loves what he's doing the other guy could be just doing it for the money and is just going through the motions. So it's that vibrational output that as as we are all energetic, we are energy beings, that something subconscious is going on that is actually people are picking up on that. Yeah, I believe that now. I do. You know, and if you had said to me maybe five years ago, I'd be like, what? That makes no sense. But as you um, as I'm kind of studying and looking at a bit more, particularly more on the messaging and how people stand out, because that's what I really love to talk about and help people with. Um, the more and more I, I, I see people. And again, I suppose that's what I'm saying like in terms of articulation, but it's definitely the energy you bring. And so that's why I'll always say to people, well, what energizes you? And like you, I don't know if you know, like I love to run and um, I'm only starting getting back into running after an injury. And so I could have said, well, I don't really want to get back into running because it's an effort, but I love running. And so if that's what energizes me and I talk about running on, you know, on air, off air, that's what I need to talk about, you know, because, again, that's a very yeah, it resonates energy. with those people. people. Yeah, well, people connect with Denise, that. So what energizes you? Let me ask you this then. You know, you talk about standing out. And but do you think people need to fake it first? You know, there's this old saying, fake it till you make it. And and that's contradicting everything we're saying that resonating if you're faking something. So, you know, is there a line between standing out and faking it? Um, yeah, and it's one that people cross all the time. But I think you can, I think the right people will spot it, that you are faking it. I think it's been having the, 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 the trust, the faith in being authentic yourself. And even if you lose people, lose friends, lose whatever it may be, 
but you know, you're not doing any harm to anybody. I think once you're authentic, those people will resonate. Yeah, and that goes back to like what we talked about at the beginning about attracting the right people Mm. and repelling the wrong people. Because a lot of people spend too much time with the wrong people. I know myself, you know, if you look back at my, like when I started Achieve Marketing back in 2005, you know, I probably would have thought, God, somebody wants to use me for marketing. Yes, even if they were completely wrong. And, you know, there was all that niggle. You know, there's always a voice in your head, isn't there? Going, oh, God. And if somebody calls on the phone and you see their name and you go, jeepers, no. That's a that's a sign that you don't want to actually talk to that person and you shouldn't really be talking to them. Yeah, please click. What's plastic yeah. and cause click? The the tell you with give give our audience two tips. One, how do they stand out? And two, what should they be doing to get people in? Two two quick tips. Okay, two quick tips to stand out. Um acknowledge like just be themselves say like you know what you know go and actually find out well what is their difference and one of their differences you know and I'm you know people say I don't know what my difference is if you're in a saturated market but look at even like you know your premises look at how you do your processes look at you know your experiences look at your hobbies look at your um what energizes you, what gets you up in the morning. Are you a morning person, a night person? Little things like that are definitely ways that you can make yourself stand out a little bit more. So that's one way to stand out. And the second question that you asked me was, I got too excited about standing out. About getting people in, getting you know people to call to action, raise their hand for that call to action. Yeah, you know what? I think if you, there's probably two things, I suppose two things in that second point. Um, once you start like standing out and kind of stepping in and owning your difference, I think then people will become attracted to you a little bit more. But what you do need to do is probably send out more, do more content, right? Do more like, you know, content, whatever it is that you do and pick up the phone. Like, I think we're afraid now, like, you know, to pick up the phone. We all have these magic phones in our hands, but we don't really pick it up to actually have conversations with people. And I think that goes back to the point where you have the resonation. People feel see the energy that you have for the business, whether you care for somebody or not. So I think more content, if possible, but just actually we need to be very careful about where you put it, right? But then pick up the telephone. Yeah, and I think that the beauty of it is I love calling people and speaking to them. I do, you know, and it's actually because we've been all in our pods and we're all doing Zoom that even picking up the phone, believe it or not, breaks that, breaks that cycle on it. Um, tell yeah, me, um, sorry. Zoom, actually, Joe, like even Zoom, I suppose, you know, like you pick up the phone, but like you get to see the person, you know, and you get to see their mannerisms and if they're going to roll their eyes, then you kind of know that you're not on the right track. But so you get to see that. So like Zoom has made the world an awful lot smaller, Teams, I suppose, as well, for all those kind of Skype, you know, online tools. So they have made a difference because you're still communicating you know rather than sending an email sending a text message so i like still like that dynamics i think there's different dynamics through zoom like we're doing this interview on zoom it'll go out on audio as well but there's different dynamics so you could be i know i could be speaking to someone for a year coaching them on zoom but if i probably met them for a coffee somewhere it'd probably be awkward (laughs) <laughs> because different dynamics, different vibrations with different technology as well. So true, that's, true. yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's like speaking to someone on Facebook and having a chat with them on it and you probably walk past them in Tesco's not recognizing them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And then you say, gosh, I thought you were going to be taller. Like that person gosh, I thought you would be taller or smaller. Be taller. Did I walk past him? <laughs> oh my God, that's not them. They're 40. Their photographs is 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this year, everyone's sort of getting back in. You know, there's been two years of trauma really and everyone has had a coping mechanism and everyone wants to get back out and we can see that things are easing up and we'll you know i predict come the end of march it now nothing will have ever existed for the last two years which made me realize two years went really quickly and i'm retiring in probably maybe 12 to 14 years so we need to hell to leather for that as well how are speaking to businesses how are businesses re-emerging at the moment are they all excited are people a bit nervous is is the cash flow there what's what's your thoughts yeah you know um speaking with some business owners it's it's mixed i have to be honest and say is my experience like you know people are excited but they're still it's an it's a what's that word it's a cautious optimism you know because there's always been the ups and downs um and particularly in the hospitality sector like i've got one or two clients um in that area you know, it's been close, it's been not close. So there's that kind of hope, but then actually going, oh gosh, you know, um, what are we going to do? But I think overall optimist, optimism would be the one. And I see a lot of people looking to launch new products, new services this year. Um, in fact, all the members, I think, of the Achievers Club are looking to launch something new. So there is, I suppose, if you look at it that way, there's all hope and excitement, but hope and excitement are great. And again, it's hope marketing is great but really you need to be a little bit more strategic about it. So I think if you're going to emerge with hope and optimism, then you need a plan for that too. I'm taking hope away and I'm trying to not use it because I think hope can offer false, a falseness um, and replace with intention. You know, um, yes, I do yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, set those intentions and not hope and, and drive forward. And my what? advice would be as well, is hustle you know and there's something that's coming up for me and i call it the hfcig and hustle so hustle is the chase of doing business the love affair and why you started your career helping others negotiating selling decision making marketing your why really driving through the why you started in business and then the F is faith, and that's knowing who, what you're doing, why you're doing it, believing in yourself, trust and truth and transparency in everything you do and everything you say. And then the C is for compassion, and that's going easy on yourself, understanding you can't go it alone, being honest, asking for help when you need it, being respectful and honorable to everyone you encounter in your life. And then the I is for internal flow, not force, following your gut, knowing that you're moving forward. Our attention has always been pulled outside of ourselves for approval and we shouldn't be. We should be looking in. And the last one, which is G, which is gratitude. And that's the driving force, the bird's eye view for looking over what you have in your life right now and starting from ground zero if you need it to be and that's where i think the last two years for a lot of people have made them kind of sit back so if people look at that 
and think about that and go, I need to start from ground zero. Let me do it again. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I I love that. You know, I could actually get you to um, repeat that again and again and again. I love, I loved it. And I love everything about it. You know, all the attributes that you had said about it. And I know I talked about, you know, what would you do? I think that that's content. That's such good content because it's so true to you, Joe. And anybody who knows you, and I'm sure the people listening to you who know you, this is stuff that you wholeheartedly believe that you 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 stand in it and I suppose you asked me what my why was like and I do and I want obviously people to become more famous so they can make a ripple effect in the world but it's that you stand in your own power you know and actually you just accept you for who you are and this is you and not like the great showman kind of stuff like you know but this is you and so I I love that and if people were to practice that right from the gratitude to the hustling to the communication to all of that their life would be much easier you know and much more enjoyable so i love all of that and i'd love to see you develop that more as content stop faking it (laughs) yeah 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 there's no point because then you're just fooling yourself you know um and then if you fool yourself then you start questioning yourself instead of standing up in your own power and standing in your own difference and just owning your own yeah you know it's like I know there's been in the past I used to have to jump in the shower and wash the negativity off me before I did my day's work like I'd wake up feeling anxious and go oh my god shaking you know internally and haven't had that shower to psych myself up and that's just I think that was just the uncertainty that I wasn't willing to acknowledge the uncertainty of being an entrepreneur and I think once you develop that you know, be who you are and accept everything what it is and stop trying to fake it and be yourself. You lose all that and you start to then, as you said, gain your power. Yeah, yeah. you really do. I, I 100% agree with all of that. And I think, you know, and it's, and that's the kind of stuff that I'd love to see in people's marketing. That's the stuff that I want to see in people's messaging. Because again, to use your words, like people will resonate with it. People will connect with it and they'll connect with it on a level you know, subconsciously, unconsciously, like there's a thing, like there's a terminology that I'd always use when I talk about like, you know, say websites or even any kind of marketing and it's incongruence. And it's sometimes, you know, you're talking to me and you're having the chats with me. Then you go look at my website or you go looking at something else and it's incongruent and you go, that doesn't make any sense. But so your brain can catch up. You probably know more about this, but your brain can catch up and you kind of go, there's something not right. And that's where the incongruence comes from you know, from the person that you are to the words that you write in your marketing. So obviously I'm taking from a marketing perspective, but if you had who you were and you had your difference, you owned your difference and went out with that, with your marketing message, I think your business will be in a much stronger position. Like in coaching, I say to people, it's reverse engineering, speak to your clients, speak to people, ask them a list of questions and get it and don't email them. Because what happens is people write differently the way they speak and what people do is they'll type something up and then they'll read and go, oh, no, that doesn't sound intelligent. And I'll rewrite it. Oh, this makes me more intelligent. Oh, no. And they actually start off from point A, but they're at point F. And the, it's the same message, but it's not them. It's yeah. a lot of BS. Yeah. So speak, you know, that's why, you know, I try and put everything down now as I speak it and I do need help with my content I am dyslexic so I 
the, 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 the trying to juggle warding and it can be difficult for myself. So, you know, I have other skills and I have people then that I use to help me with that. Right. But, but it's trying to get, and I say to people, put down the way you speak, not the way you write, because the way you write is not you. It's, we, it's two legalese. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think actually, particularly like, you know, I work with a lot of service providers because I 100% agree with you. A lot of service providers would say, you know, gosh, I can't, I can't say that because it's dumbing it down. I'd have to be having all this jargon filled text. But the jargon filled text kind of just, you know, unless you're operating in a certain environment where you need to have the jargon, you know, and it's more or less like, say, GDPR or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so true though. And so, um, and you know, it's one of those things where I will always say like, you know, right as you speak. And, but again, it kind of goes back to people's and maybe not necessarily ego. If you work in a certain environment, putting down words as you speak may not go with them, but I'll always say, you're not writing for yourself. You're not buying your own service. It's somebody else that's buying your service. Yeah. But you, yeah and you have to, like, you can't say, <clears throat> Everyone else, you know, listen to me or be, you know, use profanity in your wording. Then, okay, you may speak that, but you can't write it either. So it's, it is, there's just, you know, say it as it is, you know. Yeah. And, and there's and, ways in which, look at, you know, I've been working in words since like, geez, I had to reinvent myself back in the recession times. So I've been working with words since like 2009, 2010. So there are certain ways in which you can still have the same meaning with the certain words, but avoid the jargon, avoid like, you know, the specialist text and still say the same thing and still look professional and that you don't look like, you know, complete and utter idiot because I think some people are afraid of that. Denise, I'll give you a laugh. When I was building the websites, I built the land pages and, you know, those call to actions. And it's the one thing that I still kind of will look at is it, you know, connect with me for a consultation or free call. And then I was having, are do you are we using the right words? You know, and then I was kind of going on, what is free? What is free on it? But look, listen, we've run out of time. We've run out of time. Denise, where can people reach you? Where can people reach you? Um the best place I suppose would be um over at achievemarketing.ie. And all the contact details are there. Um, I pretty much hang out at Instagram. That's my happy place on the social media. Um, LinkedIn, all those ones. Absolutely. Your, your content yeah. is is brilliant. Um, oh, you're always popping up. I love the colors that you have and the branding and everything <laughs> as well. So um, unfortunately, we ran out of time. I think we could have continued a lot longer. Could have talked with you, Joe. Could have talked all day, all day. That's what we do best. Talk all day, <laughs> all day. But look, thanks for coming on. I know it was Thank short notice. Know. And um, look, this will go up. Uh, it'll be tomorrow. Um, for, for I'll edit one or two things out of it, uh, like a child coming in. Um, and it'll it'll go up it'll go up tomorrow and then it'll it'll go onto a group as well that I have on video as well on it. So well, well, hopefully now I haven't made uh, an arse. <laughs> you haven't. Wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful indeed. Oh, Joe, such a pleasure. Actually, do you know, but that content is excellent. Um, what you're after reading that. Um, I'd love to see you do more of that. Really, yeah, that I'm, do I'm, with I'm, it. I was out walking yesterday, the day before, and I came up with it. And it resonates and that's what I'm I can I'm building a talk around and I'm building a course around it as well. So Yeah, I think it's excellent. And I think it's just what we need. Um Yeah. Because it covers everything, you know, and it does cover like as you said, the hustle. Now I know you're at time, um, and I better get going, but it covers the hustling that people need to do 
but all the other stuff that people and a lot of people aren't talking about it. And that's the stuff that sells. Sponsored by the Dunleary Rattown Local Enterprise Office. You're listening to Business Eye on Dublin South FM. And there you have it, folks. Denise is wonderful. I tell you, I could have spoke to Denise all day and we will have her back on. Words of wisdom, lots of knowledge and uh, just a really nice person to talk to. So again, as I was saying earlier on in the show, the storm is brewing. Things are rattling around. Since I last spoke to you, my bins have blown over. So all I say is be safe. Have a lovely weekend. Get the head down. Plan the business. Make hay while the sun shines as we're coming into the summer. And everyone have a lovely day, a lovely weekend, and look after yourself. Till next week, here on Business Eye, take care.
with your beauty and for 